All right. Let's get started. I am very, very excited about tonight's uh, sponsorship. Tonight's year was sponsored by Gary Yogodayev and family in honor of my daughter's engagement. Oh, Hashem. And uh, I, I shared, I don't know, I didn't share with the Oilam, but I want to just share something that I thought about. Last week, um, last week, Matzai Shabbos, we didn't know that my daughter was going to get engaged. I mean, we had like, we were highly suspicious, but we were not like, uh, we didn't know for sure that we were going to go out for another week, he was going to come here, it was like a whole zach. But uh, Sunday, uh, the Hassan, Nassim Pfeiffer, he said he wants to get engaged, and my, my daughter said she's ready. I booked a ticket. He, this was at 7 o'clock at night. At 10 o'clock in the morning, we were in the airport. Anybody tried to call me, I'm sorry. I lost my phone in the airport. So I, I just got one yesterday. So if you try to call me, you try to text me, I apologize. It's somewhere out there in the Shemaim, all of the... Uh, <laughs> These things. So I just want to share for everybody for calling, for, for being part of the Simcha. But I just want to share one idea, one concept with the Oilam in general, people who listen to the Shir, people that are here, people that listen on Spotify and other places. I want to share an idea that I saw in the Medrash Rabbah. Medrash Rabbah says that when Sari Emeinu was Nifkida, when Sari Emeinu had a child, so what happened was that all the women in the world who were not able to have children, had children. The Medrash says that when Sari Emeinu had a child, all the people who needed Panasa, they all had Panasa. All the people that were sick all became healed. What is the Medrash coming to teach us? So I think, what I, I don't know, the Medrash is Sayyid the Satayra, but try to explain the Medrash to the best of our ability. So what I think the Medrash is saying is that when a Yeshua comes for one person, when a person has salvation, it's not only for him. It has an impact on the wider world as well. But it depends on the nature of the Yeshua. It depends on the nature of the salvation. What do I mean? So let's say, for instance, you have a 19-year-old girl who becomes engaged. That's certainly a Yeshua. It's a tremendous simcha for the mishpacha. But it's, it's more or less like a natural thing to happen. So the impact that it has is more limited. But for a 24-year-old girl to get engaged, that's something that took years of tefillahs and zgulahs and, 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 and stokahs and all kinds of things, all kinds of tefillahs from other people, hashpahs, to make that happen, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to open up the shvil, to open up the channel, to allow for this chesed to descend into the world. So Memele, that shvil, that portal, the, the channel that opens up is far greater, far wider, and because of that, it has a greater impression on the entire world, it has a greater impact on the entire world. And in the schuss that my daughter got engaged, I was thinking by the Lechaim and the Vart, that there shouldn't be any more girls who are struggling to find Shaduchim, and people should have brachas and Yeshuas as a part of our Yeshua as well. So I want to share with the oil on that. Okay, that's one. Other thing is, is, um, is um, 
I want to talk a little bit about the idea of Shavavim and talk about the concept of Geula. And I think what I'm going to tell you tonight, I don't think you've ever heard before. And I, I, I want you to please to try to take the words that I'm saying tonight. I'm not going to speak for a long time, but I really would like if, if listen carefully to what I'm saying. It's something I learned uh, yesterday morning with uh, Jacob Rupp. We learn in the mornings, and we learned it together. And I want to share this idea with you. I, I spoke to him a little bit about this, but even here he did not hear what I'm going to tell you now. So I want to share with you an idea. It's always famous, the words of the Ramban. The Ramban explains how all the five svarim, the five, the five different chumashim that we have in the Torah, each represent a particular theme. We said that Bereshis is the establishment of, of potential, the creation of the world, creation of the Avos, the Imois, the Shvatim, the Shivim Nefesh, and the Shishim Ribui, and so on and so forth. It's the creation, if you wish, of potential. Whereas Sefer Shmois is called the Sefer Hagaula, it's the Sefer of the realization of that potential. The world was created for what? It was created for the Torah. It was created for Klal Yisrael. Where is Klal Yisrael? Where is the Torah? It's all in Sefer Shmois. In Parshas Yisrael, is in the Sinas Torah, and in the first Parshas Shmois Va'era Boy and Beshalach is the Yitzias Mitzrayim. And so on and so forth, it comes the realization, Bereshis appears in Shmois, and, and so on and so forth. All the parishes of Bereshis begin to appear in the Sefer Shmois, and it's the man of Geula. So much so that the Arachayim HaKadosh says Adava Nifla. He says, why is it that the names of the Shvatim are delineated, are mentioned, are numbered again, in this week's Pasha, it was already mentioned in, in the previous Pasha's Pasha's, Vayigash and other places. Why is it that the Shvatim are mentioned again? And says the Arachayim HaKadosh Kedarkoi Dvarim Nifloim. The Arachayim HaKadosh says, why are the Shvatim marked for their greatness? Is because what was going to happen now, the distinctive mark of a Jew, what makes us into Jews is that we are willing to accept that Golos is a necessary and fundamental need, and we accept it upon ourselves. The separation, like we say in the Pesach Seder, the difference between Esav and Yaakov is that Esav went to Harseir, Esav wanted to, to enjoy his schar in this world immediately, and Yaakov was Yarda Mitzrayim. And Yaakov went down to Mitzrayim to accept the fact that as a Jew, I have a process, I have a journey, I have a task, I have a challenge, and I must accept the fact that my life, my presence, my reality is to live a life of Golos. And says the Arachayim, he says that what happened over here, he says, I just want to read the words. Who are, we are counting, who are the people? Show me the people who are coming to accept the decree of the king, Lisbo, to suffer, the yoke of Golos. 
and we do not turn our backs, like who? Kemaisa Esav Arosha, Shaholach Lo'el Eretz Mipnei Yaakov, Mipnei Shtarchoiv Shal So over here, the reason Sefer Shmoy says, what is the side of Geula? What is the side of our redemption? Is the fact that we are ready and we are willing and we are accepting upon ourselves that there is a Mahalach called Golos. We are in Golos. We are detached. We are separated from the source of where we need to be. And when a person understands and accepts the fact that there is a Mahalach HaChayim, there's a journey and a path through which he has to transcend, he has to go through his life, the Kabbalah Sagolos is the Saida Geula. That is the secret of Geula. What does this mean? What is Golos? What is Geula? What does it mean to accept upon oneself Golos? And what does this have to do with the concept of Shoivavim? There's over here Bachram. I apologize, I'm going to speak a little bit open. The Yemeya Shoivavim are known especially this year. This year is real shoivavim because it's a shnas ibur. It's an extra month. The other years are not necessarily actually have the same power and intensity. And there's a reason for that. We could talk about it in other weeks. But the Shlach Kodesh writes that the only zman is the koyach shoivavim is only b'shnas ibur. Like this year. So the, so the, um, the idea essentially is the Zman of Shoivavim, the Zayr HaKadosh says that there are certain Averis a person can do that there's no Tshuva for. The Averi of Shri Chazer Lovatala, there's no Tshuva for. That is what the Zayr says. But the Arizal says that there is Tshuva. And that Tshuva is the Yemei HaShoivavim. Yemei HaShoivavim, there's a time and, and how a person can even do tshuva for certain things. With the, there's no tshuva for Chil Hashem. There's no tshuva. But in Shavavim, there's tshuva. What is the tshuva? What does it mean, Pagama Bris? And what does it mean, Shmira Sabris? I want to tell you something. Pagama Bris, and I see now in the world, it's, I think it's a real distortion. It's a real problem. There's a tremendous emphasis in Pagama Bris and Shmira Sabris that it means not to watch pornography, and not to look at inappropriate things. And that is the emphasis of this, the story. There is no question that is a part of it. But I want to tell you that that's the focus. It's missing the entire point. It's people who don't understand. They don't really understand what the bris means. What does it mean, a bris? A bris means an unbreakable bond and covenant. How could you be poigim and bris? The two things are a stira minayubay. If I have a bris between you and me, there is nothing I can do to break that. Nothing. The difference between a heskin, the difference between an agreement and a bris, is a bris is an unbreakable bond. So what does it mean to be shamer the bris? And what does it mean pagama bris? What does that mean? And I want to tell you the following thing. This is from Rabbi Shemai Morgenstern. And this is what he says. He says, Hashem created the world for one reason. To give us toiv. And what is toiv? There's only one toiv in this world. There's only one toiv, and it's Hashem himself. 
the covenant that we have, the bris that we have with the Bayra Oilam, is that Hashem made a cov- an unbreakable bris with us, that the only taiv that there is in this world is Shoirish Tayrasai. His taira, his mitzvahs, his connection, that's the only taiv in this world. When a person m- manipulates, when a person distorts and perverts, and he thinks there's taiv outside of the taira, he is denying the special bond that he has with the Bayra Oilam. Pagama bris is not only if somebody sees things that he shouldn't. If a person believes that there is toiv in this world in eating a chocolate cake, and that's outside of his relationship with Hashem. I believe in Hashem. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to dive. I'm willing to give tzedakah. But right now I'm going to sit. I'm going to fress a whole chocolate cake. And this has nothing to do with God. This is pagama bris. Because there is no pleasure in this world. There is no hana tainug toiv in this world, which is outside of God consciousness. The concept of shmira sabris means all pleasure, all good, all purity is in my relationship with Hashem. If I think for a second that I'm eating chulant and the chulant tastes good, that's Pkama Bris. And obviously I'm talking about very big, big, big madragas. And everybody has to start. And every, every avoid is chashav. But, this, but a person has to understand what it is, Shmira Sabris. Shmira Sabris, what's the covenant between us and Hashem? Ain toiv ela Hashem. That there is no good in this world. Not my car, not my house, not my family. Nothing is outside of my relationship with, us, with Hashem. The enjoyment that I have for my family is because it's a part of my relationship with Abayra Oilam. Everything has to be a part of my connection to Elokus. There is nothing outside of that. That is bris. When we talk about Shmira Sabris, the, the Pgam Habris, the Yemei HaShoivavim, what are we learning in, in the Yemei HaShoivavim? The idea of accepting the concept of Golis. What, is, what does Golis mean? Golis means that Hashem's toiv cannot be fully realized. And the only nation, the only Torah that can go ahead and reveal the ultimate toiv and this side, that there is no toiv outside of Elokus, is the Jewish people and the holy Torah that we have. If a person thinks, that there is Torah, and then there's exercise, and that's outside of the Torah. It's a form of gamma bris. A person thinks there's success in my career, and then there's the Torah, and that's separate outside of that, that's gamma bris. The idea of Shevavim, the Yemeha Shevavim, is to understand the totality of my relationship with Hashem, is whether it's in the sweetness of the chocolate cake, whether it's in the smile of my child, whether it's in the success of my career, it all has to become a part of the bris. 
The Zayr HaKadosh says that somebody who Shaymer Abris is Zaycha to Oiris El Yoinim that no other barrier can ever experience, ever. And every movement that we make, the more you bring inside the bris, I cannot describe to you pages and pages and pages of Zayr of what kind of light you bring into this world. Even the smallest gesture where a person says, I'm not going to have pleasure here outside of my relationship. I'm going to bring this pleasure into my relationship with Hashem. That is a heroic act. That is a Kiddush Hashem. That is a heroic act. When we talk about the idea of Shmir Sabris, yes, we have to be careful with our eyes. But we have to understand the depth of what this means. And what is the simple concept of Shmir Sabris? That there is no toiv, there is no hana, there is no tainug outside of our relationship with a Bayer Olam. And this is very difficult. And I understand that it's difficult. It's difficult for me. But if you want to know what the avoid of Shmir Sabris is, it's that. It's not simply just turning something off. It's that I don't want to have Hana from something outside of Hashem. I want all my pleasure to be directly from Hashem. From the greatest intimacy to the most vulgar piece of chocolate cake, it all has to become a part of my relationship with Abayra Oilam. And if I do that, I will be a Malach Elokim. A person could be eating a piece of food and be like a Malach Hashem, like an angel mamish in this world. Because he's using the Hana and the pleasure as a part of his connection to Hashem. For those people who have ever started to learn Soida Satoira, the first thing that is taught in Soida Satoira is Matbeya Abrocha, on how to make a Abrocha. Why? Because when a person says the bracha, Apikavanasarashash, what he's doing is he's taking the pleasure of what he's about to eat and he is completely taking every molecule of pleasure and making a part of a kavana pnimis, an elevation and a closeness to a bayer oil, to a creator. What is the most essential element that will bring a person to this? It is impossible without iyun hatoyu. What allows a person to take pleasure and make it a part of his relationship with Hashem is not, not only the study of Torah, but the deep and absolute immersion of one's mind into the Torah. That's why if you look in all the Svarim HaKadoshim, the Ikat Tikkun of Gama Bris is Limud HaToyer Be'iyun. To be mechadosh in Torah. To be mechadosh in Torah that a person's mind should be able to be completely suffused with the Ar HaToyer and that will allow him to take all of the pleasures of this world and to make it a part of his connection with Hashem. If a person from tonight's uh, words, take a cheshbon, make a calculation on life. 
and choose something that a person... So I don't know if you've ever had this feeling. <clears throat> you come back like Yom Kippur. I once heard from Shimshim Pincus a similar idea. You come back Yom Kippur after the Elo. Um, come back, you know, you put in 25 hours. Person sits down. Ah, now he's going to sit and he's going to eat. And, uh, you know, person grabs hold of himself and he says, One second. I just spent 25 hours with Hashem and now I'm going to throw it away with a bagel? One second. This bagel has to become a part of my Yom Kippur. This bagel has to... I have to learn how to take the Hana of this bagel and not to take a break from God right now, but to make this a part of my God consciousness. I saw a beautiful, I was, I was sick this whole week, and I, I read such a great book, I highly recommend it. If you're, not, not, not if you're sick, but if you have time, if you're going on vacation, you want to read a book, it's not such a Torah, it's, it's a Torah book, but it has it's a lot of history. It's a book called The Quest for Authenticity. It's a book about Ibsim Chabun and Peshesch. He says such a very beautiful line. He says, what did the Baal Shem Tov want? Hashem Tov came and brought Hasidus to the world. What's, what's new about Hasidus? Most things you see in Hasidus, you can see in Aldous Farm, from Ramban, Rabbeinu Bachia. What's the Chiddush of Hasidus? He says such a beautiful thing. Simchabun and Peshischa said that the purpose of Hasidus is that every Jew should feel that he is seen by God, that God sees him. That is what the Bashem Tov came to do in this world. Hashem sees us and He loves us. And when we look away from Him and indulge in things and separate ourselves from Him, we lose that special, special connection. To have pleasure from Hashem's Shechina alone. Shabbos.